to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good evening. This is the Fire Commission regular meeting, February 28th, 2024, and the time is 5.04. This meeting is being held in person. Members of the public may attend the meeting to observe and provide public comment at the physical meeting location or by calling 1-415-655-0001 and using meeting ID 2664-714-714. 7628 and the webinar password is 1234. Members of the public may address the commission for up to three minutes per agenda item. Please ensure you are in a quiet location, speak clearly and turn off background sounds, wait for the item you would like to address to be called. When prompted, press star three to be added to the queue. The system will notify you when you are in line. Callers will hear silence when waiting for your turn to speak. Operator will unmute you. Item one, roll call. President Army Morgan. Present. Vice President Marcy Frazier. Present. Commissioner Stephen Nicajo. Present. Commissioner Catherine Feinstein is excused. Commissioner Paula Collins is excused. And Chief of Department, Janine Nicholson. Present. President Morgan will now read the land acknowledgement. Okay. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, Rami Tush, Ohlone Land Acknowledgement. The San Francisco Fire Commission acknowledges that we are on the unceded and ancestral homeland of the Rami Tush Ohlone, who are uh, the original inhabitants of San Francisco Peninsula as the indigenous uh, stewards of this land and in accordance uh, with uh, traditions. Uh, the Rami Tushaloni have never ceded, lost, nor forgotten their responsibilities as caretakers of this place, as well as for all peoples who reside in their uh, traditional territory. As guests, we recognize that we benefit from living and working on their traditional homeland. We wish to pay our respects in acknowledging the the ancestors, elders, and relatives of the Rami Tushaloni community and by affirming their sovereign rights as First Peoples. Thank you. Item two, general public comment. Members of the public may address the commission for up to three minutes on any matter within the commission's jurisdiction that does not appear on the agenda. Speakers shall address their remarks to the commission as a whole and not to individual commissioners or department personnel. Commissioners are not to enter into debate or discussion with the speaker. The lack of a response by the commissioners or department personnel does not ne necessarily constitute agreement with or support of state statements made during public comment. Um, Morgan, before we get started, can SFGovTV uh, see if my thing is focused? My overhead uh, uh, item is. Oh, oh it is. There we go. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, I'm gonna start your time. Thank you. 
Hello. Uh, greetings, Commissioner and uh, Chief. Uh, my name is Michael Petrellis. I'm a longtime uh, public advocate here in San Francisco. Um, SFGovTV, please show this image on TV. Uh, this uh, image I'm showing are two tweets from Bilal Mahmoud. He is a political candidate for uh, District 5 supervisorial seat. And on February 8th, he went on a ride-along with um, Station 49. As you can see in these images, he took photos showing himself next to an SFFD um, vehicle. He's also shown standing next to two paramedics. He includes a third photo that shows the department's official um, uh, uh, lapel button. Now, this email uh, that's now on your screen shows that Mr. Um, Malmood was informed by Michael Clements that he would not be able to document um, his ride along with your paramedics. Okay, SFGovTV, back to me, please. No more overhead. Um, I am here today to ask the Fire Commission to um, uh, agendize what happened on February 8th, where a political candidate had made it very clear in a series of emails that he wanted to go on a ride along for his campaign purposes. This violates your uh, policy about you cannot document the um, ride along, and he violated that. Clearly, um, I've seen nothing in terms of emails or public records that um, uh, were provided to me showing that the department did anything to reassess the policy about ride-along and letting a politician come on the ride-along, document his uh, ride-along, giving an implication that the fire department endorses his uh, candidacy because he's showing your paramedics your vehicle. He showed these images and his written report on Twitter, Facebook, and um, Instagram. This is not okay. Um, uh, I'm going to provide this documentation to the commission chief, uh, excuse me, the commission president, um, along with a 150-word statement that I've provided to Maureen to be included in the minutes. This is not okay that um, your infrastructure was used so blatantly by a political candidate. On top of that, we need a, um, to, a you need to agendize here at the commission um, what you will do in the future if someone wants to go on a ride along. Thank you. So, um, can I give yep. these? Yeah, uh, so here's, uh, that's for the president. Uh, that's for the president. That's for the president. And this is for uh, Chief Nicholson, please. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to tell my name anymore. I, I think I'm going to have to make uh, to do so, sort of your job with a very quick reminder for your audience. A fire that doesn't burn wood, trees in nature, first, is not a natural fire. Pay attention to that with all the recent fires, so-called wildfires that have been happening in California, but not only in California, as you know. You look at the 
evidence. So again, I'm doing your job here. It's very difficult for you to deal with the situation that you are perfectly aware of. I understand. The problem is to realize that no matter who you are or where you come from, what matters in life is what you do. So it means that you pay for what you do or what you don't do. It's the rules of existence. At some point, there is nowhere to hide except finishing, continuing your life unhappily and you turn to ugliness and you are done. And the problem with that is that your descendants, your children pay for you. See, that's the way it works. So at some point, you need absolutely to take responsibilities intelligently and basically work against the problem of humanity today is technology. And it's clear enough with what I said to begin with. It's technology. Technology is humanity's enemy number one at this point. So we have to deal with that. I'm here to help. I won't let you down. We have other public comment. addressed a commission for the first time since it's a new commission and the new administration. My name is Stephen Kloster. I was a former San Francisco firefighter here. And I'm asking this commission, why is it that I haven't been placed back to my job when I was clear to go back to my job full duty with no restrictions? This is in regards to my HIV status. I've been discriminated, harassed in a job since it happened when I was working out of Station 19 and being detailed to other companies within the city during that time. Unfortunately, it came down with full-blown AIDS because I didn't know I had it. Come to find out it was due to job, the job, and I got a blood exposure back in 2003. Unfortunately, I've been to jail, and I went to jail for a year in regards to this matter because the individual or the doctor in the city manipulated my ability to go back to work. I'm a protected class under state and federal guidelines under the ADA. And I'm wondering, I went to court and I won. And I'm wondering, I've given you guys the paperwork, I've given the chief the paperwork, I've given this administration the paperwork in this city, and it still hasn't done anything to either place me back to work or pay me the money it's owed me since 2014. This is a violation of my constitutional rights as an American. I think you need to address this issue. Thanks, Chief. I don't see anybody else approaching the podium. Okay. Um, there, there's no other um, public comment. There's Madam no, nobody on the public comment line and nobody approaching the. Okay. okay, thank you, Madam Secretary. Next item, uh, approval of the minutes. Should we move to that? Approval of the minutes, discussion and possible action to approve the meeting minutes of the regular meeting on February 14th, 2024. Okay. Commissioners, uh, is there any public comment? There is nobody approaching the podium. Oh, yes, there is. 
Hi, Michael Petrellis again. Um, I know, Maureen, you usually put the uh, minutes on the website, um, uh, which is good. I'm wondering if it's the habit of the commission to also make at least one copy available on paper here at the meetings. Yes. Sorry, I've got it here. Oh, okay. I'd like to look at it. Thank okay. you. Thank you for your public comment. There is nobody on the public comment line and nobody else approaching the podium. I guess we'll move to item three, uh, approval of the minutes from fe February 14th. Make a, Make a motion. Make a motion to approve the minutes. I second it. Okay, and Commissioner Nakajo, how do you vote? The motion is unanimous. Item four, Chief of Department's report. Report from Chief of Department Janine Nicholson on current issues, activities, and events within the department since the Fire Commission meeting on February 14, 2024, including budget, academy, special events, communications, and outreach to other government agencies and the public. And report from Administration, Deputy Chief Shane Kailoa, on the administrative divisions, fleet and facility status and updates, finance, support services, and homeland security. Good evening. Good President evening. Morgan, yeah. Vice President Frazier, Commissioner Nakajo, Maureen, command staff, public. My name is Janine Nicholson. I'm the chief of the San Francisco Fire Department, and this is my report since our prior commission meeting on February 14th, 2024. <clears throat> I'll start off with some of the meetings we've had with other departments. We've met with the SFMTA um, to discuss uh, all sorts of issues um, surrounding all the changes that are going on in the city, and we've uh, again requested the, uh, the, the map of their projects that will impact um, our uh, response. And, uh, Hopefully, um, I don't know if we've gotten it yet, but we have established, we have a good working relationship, so working closely on several projects. As we know, our um, response times have gone up over the past five years uh, due to all the changes in the streets, and while those changes are important, so is our response. Met with uh, Human Rights Commission, Dr. Cheryl Davis, Director Davis, Regarding the um, historically black colleges and universities, uh, summer interns, there will be apparently six different schools that are going to send some individuals, some students out this way, and we are hoping to place at least one in, a, in an internship with the San Francisco Fire Department. Spoke with uh, the DEM, Department of Emergency Management, about APOT, the ambulance patient offload time, which has been an issue uh, for us and for um, many departments across the state, and how the hospitals are part of the, the healthcare ecosystem and continuum, and um, they're setting up a meeting uh, with the hospitals, with the mayor's office, and uh, I have requested that the fire department be a part of that meeting, since we are impacted by um, APOT as well as other things. I attended the monthly mayoral uh, department head meeting uh, again, we talked about uh, the budget year. Uh, Muni gave a presentation about their ridership and uh, safety uh, uh, increases. And um, 
it was uh, with all department heads uh, last week. Internal meetings. I have met with Commissioner Collins regarding our infrastructure challenges, and she and I will are going to meet with uh, the city administrator, and I'm meeting with the mayor's office again tomorrow about some of these challenges. We are doing candidate selection for the next academy. Uh, interviews begin on Friday. We will be interviewing 130 people for the class that begins in late June. Uh, these are people that were recommended from the panels of our members uh, to move on to the um, next level interview. Again, that starts Friday. We had an internal budget meeting with uh, Director Corso, uh, with Elaine Walters, and with uh, CD234 and myself. And uh, we're setting up a meeting with the Mayor's Budget Office. The budget was submitted on the 21st. And now come the uh, conversations with the Mayor's Budget Office. Uh, and we will be sure to stress how the fire department has stepped up again and again and again, whether it's community paramedicine, whether it's APEC, whether it was um, the COVID uh, um, uh, outbreak when we uh, stood up as the uh, IC at, at the COVID center. Uh, just all these things that we have done and, um, and the need that we have. We conducted interviews for outreach recruitment and development position. We uh, interviewed three incredible candidates and hopefully we'll have a decision within the next week. Uh, Director Corso and CD234 and myself had another retreat. We're doing a monthly retreat to talk about um, sort of um, bigger issues within the department. We again addressed communications uh, with workflow data and institutionalizing our policies and procedures. Uh, and it's been super helpful uh, for me and uh, I think for the department, these um, retreats that we've been having. As for events that I attended on the 14th, uh, after our last commission meeting, I attended the uh, same-sex marriage 20-year anniversary in City Hall. And there were all sorts of um, people uh, there who were really uh, very involved back then uh, in uh, making that happen. Uh, so that was, and a lot of the same couples too that were married back then. So uh, it was a super festive event. On the 24th, I went to um, the SF Youth Baseball League throughout the first pitch with the mayor and others. That evening, we did have the Chinese Lunar New Year Parade, the Year of the Dragon. Thank you, President Morgan, Vice President Frazier, and Commissioner Nakajo for attending. Thought it was a really well-attended event by um, our people. And then on Sunday the 25th, I attended the United Fire Service Women Boot Camp that was on Treasure Island at our training facility. There are approximately 60 women there. Some are in the process of, um, of uh, interviewing uh, to get hired for the next academy, and some are just um, interested in the process of possibly becoming a San Francisco firefighter. And towards the end, the mayor came and uh, saw exactly what was happening, and she was, uh, I mean, everybody there was really excited that they got to meet the mayor, and uh, she just loved it um, because of all the good work that United Fire Service women and the fire department are doing uh, together in terms of um, uh, working with young people to get them access into the uh, department if they, if they meet all the uh, qualifications. Uh, tonight, beginning at 5.30 downstairs, it is the Black History Night um, uh, closing event. 
tomorrow will be the hose tender demonstration at Twin Peaks, uh, rain or shine, with some of the supervisors uh, and others. And as you know, our beloved physician, Dr. Jennifer Brokaw, will be stepping down in a couple of weeks, and I know you'll be discussing uh, her replacement uh, later uh, in this meeting. So that is all I have, and thank you very much. Thank you for your report, Chief. Uh, are there uh, any public comment, Madam Secretary, uh, about uh, the Chief's uh, report? Yes. Hi, Michael Petrellis again. Marcy, I haven't seen you in a while. Good to see you again. Uh, Chief, I um, want to talk about that um, February 14 event of um, 20th anniversary of the gay marriages. Um, you know, um, it was really special seeing all the photos and videos from uh, the events um, that took place around that, that time uh, in early February and certainly here at City Hall. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that in your report. Um, now, I noticed that um, in this report and other reports uh, that I've looked at um, in the minutes, and Maureen keeps great minutes, um, there isn't a report that you give on um, ride-alongs. Um, I would like to suggest that um, uh, you look at giving us some figures um, how many people applied to go on a uh, how many people applied to go on a ride along with the paramedics let's say for just for January did um, two requests come in or did 100 requests come in I'd also like to know um, uh, how many requests were granted how many requests were denied um, I'd really like some um, transparency about this part of the department and um, how it is being handled these days. I don't know um, how many uh, folks of um, any stripe, whether they're um, average taxpayers or people running for political office, um, if they're applying and um, how many times they go on the um, ride-alongs. I think some numbers would be really good. And let me be clear, I'm not looking for anyone's name of who was uh, asking to go on the ride-along, just numbers, okay? Um, and I think this... Um, um, request that I'm making is in the larger context of um, I hope this commission will agendize what is going on with the ride-along uh, program right now and as I pointed out during general public comment what happened on February 8th with the political candidate. Um, I do not know what benefit it is to um, we, the ordinary citizens, uh, about these ride-alongs. And I think that explanation uh, coming from you about whatever the benefit is to us uh, in terms of public safety, uh, an explanation would be appreciated. Thank you. Nobody on the public comment line and nobody else approaching the podium. Okay, um, commissioners, are there, have any questions for Chief Nicholson's report or any comments? No? Uh, thank you very much, Mr. President. Chief, in terms of uh, tomorrow, holds tender exercise at uh, Twin Peaks Reservoir. Uh, could you send out some information as to uh, 
how to how to get there. Um, I know that it's part of the media as well, but I'm just curious in terms of that. And I believe it's 11 o'clock. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you, uh, Commissioner Nakajio. And I just want to thank the Chief for uh, your great uh, report. And uh, and in the spirit of uh, being Black History Month, and you know, I just want to acknowledge you on the work you do with diversity and the time you put in on that. I just want to you know make that noted you know I appreciate that and you know you're working with dr. Uh, Davis uh, the commissioner uh, human rights commissioner and the time you guys put in on that uh, so uh, just wanted to uh, be acknowledged thank you for the work you do in diversity and uh, other than that great report I have no other questions okay. All right. Uh, is there any public comment, Madam Secretary? We already took public comment. All right. So okay. it's Chief Kailoa is up. All right. Chief Kailoa and Chief uh, Tong. My side partner. Good evening, <laughs> President Morgan, Vice President Frazier, Commissioner Nicasio, Chief Nicholson, Maureen, Command Staff. My name is Shane Kailoa. This is my report. I'm sorry. I'm the Deputy Chief of uh, Administration for the San Francisco Fire Department, and this is my report for January 2024. We begin with Homeland Security Assistant Deputy Chief Erica Artaceros-Brown. Uh, as always, Chief Brown, busy throughout the month of January, attending multiple meetings. Uh, these are but a few, attending the multiple National Weather Service briefings to track the storms throughout California with our partnering agencies. Uh, through uh, the Weather Service, Cal OES, DEM, and many other partners so that we can plan when the event arrives, not just for the San Francisco Fire Department, but for our city efforts uh, to mitigate any of the damage that comes from those incidents. She also attended the Hazard and Climate Resilience or is planning for the Hazardous and Climate Resilience Plan meeting. Uh, this focuses on the impact of natural hazards and climate change, identifying hazards and risks to San Francisco uh, city and county, and to discuss strategies to reduce the impacts. Also coming up, planning for the Escape from Alcatraz race. Uh, this is a triathlon where uh, many individuals from all around the globe descend on San Francisco for this event. Part of that event is a swim uh, 1.5 miles from Alcatraz back to the city. Uh, Chief Artisanos Brown coordinating uh, with all of our partnering agencies to ensure that our uh, visitors are safe both on land and water and will be developing response plans uh, as contingency for the event. Uh, also working with DEM and uh, will be attending the heat and air quality table management exercise planning meeting. Uh, this revolves around excessive heat in San Francisco that happens uh, sometimes throughout the summer months. Also, uh, the air quality based on some of our large California wildfires, among uh, other reasons of reduced air quality. Uh, but they'll be discussing that uh, those challenges and how to support the city when we have excessive heat, whether that is uh, opening cooling centers, uh, safe places uh, for air for our elderly and our uh, vulnerable populations. Also, in the month of January, uh, 
Chief Arceros Brown and Section Chief uh, Josh uh, Smith uh, did some incident management team development based on the San Francisco 49ers and the championship game. Uh, they brought in a team of folks into the FDOC to develop the event action plan, whether this, uh, the 49ers won or lost, and to um, uh, look forward to what may happen on the city streets uh, affecting public safety, whether they won or lost. And as we all know, to our pain, they did not win that game. But we were prepared, thanks to uh, Chief Artisaros Brown. Moving on to the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Office under Assistant Deputy Chief Sean Buford throughout the month of January. As always, very busy for that office. Uh, you may not know or you may know the office also supports the uh, hiring of our new recruits, our H2 suppression recruits. Uh, Lieutenant Anderson just heavily involved in coordinating and scheduling of the interviews uh, with the individuals through the department, uh, coordinating with the volunteers who will be in the interview panels, providing implicit bias training to those individuals prior to the uh, panel interviews, also in question development and messaging uh, throughout the department as well as the greater public on our efforts of hiring and recruitment. Mm. The 134th was chosen in the new list created by FCTC, or the Fire Candidate Training Center. I think I have spoken on this before. We have transitioned away from the National Training Network to Fire Candidate uh, Testing Center. Um, Lieutenant Anderson worked collaboratively with DHR for the recruitment and messaging. This was a very important aspect. Uh, in this class, as we moved away from NTN, individuals needed to understand the process and how to remain on our list and how to be eligible for the 134th. And that was through uh, Lieutenant Anderson's work with DHR to get that messaging out uh, to the greater public and to these folks who were already on the NTN list so that they were eligible to come over to the 134th. Uh, also, our partnership with Fire Candidate Testing Center uh, goes beyond just the testing process and the support that they give the recruits. Uh, they've also supported us in uh, Firestar Studios. This is their audiovisual department, uh, assisting our multimedia section, uh, giving some training and some mentorship so that we can better use our multimedia section to tell our story. Also, many of our members have been on their recruitment uh, podcast including Assistant Deputy Chief Mao. Um, the summary of the candidates uh, for the 134th, we had 747 applicants, 556 eligible candidates were invited to the panel interviews. 197 were ineligible due to missing CPAT or high school diploma, GED, or California driver's license. 491 attended the panel interviews, and over 100 went to the chief's interviews. And that class will be starting in June. Yes. We've spoken about the reconstitution of the committees. Uh, what I show here is the Racial Equity Action Committee. Uh, chief Buford is a liaison to this committee, along with Assistant Chief Ken Yee and Chair 
uh, Battalion Chief Zach Pumphrey. Uh, they've been doing fantastic work thus far, developing a message to the field, which I feel is very important on uh, the reconstitution of that committee, uh, what to expect from that committee, the objectives of that committee, uh, to make it clear to the field what the committee is, what it stands for, and why it is here, and how it helps this department move forward. The 2024 focus is to review or revise the REAC, our racial, I'm sorry, the REAP, the Racial Equity Action Plan. It is to review that document to see where we've been successful, what things are, uh, have not been accomplished, and what can we accomplish in the coming years of the new Racial Equity Action Plan and what is feasible to accomplish in that plan. ADC Buford participated in the Black History Month uh, public safety announcement video with other city officials and I believe uh, Mayor Lyndon Breed was also in attendance. Uh, among that, he, he, uh, Chief Buford has several meetings and is involved uh, citywide and racial equity leader uh, meetings to discuss leadership, legislation, uh, challenges uh, that other departments are seeing, and to discuss best practices that, uh, that we can collaborate on and bring to the San Francisco Fire Department to ensure our success in that office. Uh, beyond that, you've heard me speak about the recruitment. It is, it is an enormous uh, uptake for Chief Buford and Lieutenant Anderson, but they do it with ease. Uh, they continue their support of the city EMT program, meeting with those folks uh, in, when in need and giving the support uh, needed to uh, ensure their success throughout that program. They also do this. Chief Buford works closely with Assistant Deputy Chief Mao at the Division of Training to meet with recruits uh, to, to help develop strategies uh, to help them through that process and to um, move towards success. I highlight uh, Recruitment and Outreach Officer Lieutenant Hashim Anderson. You've heard me talk highly of him. He's one of our hardest workers. Beyond all the work that he does at the department, he is still out at the multiple job fairs recruiting, performing outreach, tracking these folks, uh, not just making that one-time touch. Uh, Lieutenant Anderson's approach is make the touches, do some outreach, but then continue to keep in contact to ensure the folks are moving down the road uh, to be successful, to be hired with this fire department, whether it's in EMS or suppression. I believe I spoke about this in previous uh, report, but I'll, I'll just give you some of the data. We did partner, or I'm sorry, the DEIO office partnered with the San Francisco Conservation Corps. They trained 14 uh, corps members on wildland firefighting. 12 participants completed the training and were certified in S-130 and 190. That's basic wildland firefighting and uh, wildland fire behavior. As you can see in that picture, they also perform hands-on skills. Uh, Battalion Chief Seguenza and Reserve Firefighters Eddie Hughes, Matt Chavez, Joe Delbino, uh, Mike Fitzgerald, Lieutenant Anderson provided the instruction. The equipment was through a grant that the uh, Conservation Corps was able to obtain for the equipment for this training. Uh, but the, the success of this is that these folks can now move on to the Corps 
Fire program. And they also want to continue the partnership with San Francisco Fire by providing an S212. This is a basic saw safety and cutting class. And uh, Lieutenant Hashim Anderson is assessing the efficacy of that. Uh, Lieutenant Anderson also met with Odyssey. Odyssey is a marketing group. They look at a 360-degree approach of marketing. Uh, well, Lieutenant Hashim Anderson is trying to, um, trying to increase our outreach, uh, not through just word of mouth, not just through our email blast, uh, all the other things that he is doing in his outreach program, performing uh, in-person outreach as well as over Teams and Zoom. Uh, 360 degree looks at all angles at audio, visual, written content. Uh, also, Media Blast over KCBS Radio, Alice 97.3, 95.7, Live 105, The Giants, Warriors, and uh, yeah, for some reason it's, I'm blanking, but as you can see, it's a well rounded approach, and we're in the very early phases of looking at Odyssey and if they can help us with our efforts of. Uh, broader net. Health and Safety Battalion Chief Alba. I highlight uh, Chief Alba this month. It is uh, January is the uh, Cancer uh, Prevention Month. Uh, and so I just wanted to just highlight uh, Battalion Chief Alba a little bit. He is our greatest uh, cancer champion. Yeah, also, obviously, our uh, health and wellness officer. But truly our greatest uh, cancer champion, Chief Alba was born and raised in the Western edition of uh, San Francisco, entered the fire department in the great Hunter and Eighth Academy. I say that because I was in that academy to be <laughs> truly transparent. Uh, but his motives began early on in his career as he started to see, and I think as many of us have seen throughout our careers, especially when you're young in the fire department uh, and you're receiving the notifications of our retired members who are passing away from cancer. And that was the spark in um, uh, Chief Alba to get involved in uh, cancer prevention. And so now he sits on the board of directors for the San Francisco uh, Fire Prevention and Cancer Foundation since 2018. <clears throat> Just some data uh, of firefighter cancer. Uh, occupational cancer in the fire service is the leading cause of uh, line of duty death. In 2023, 63% of those added to the name of, or added to the wall, the firefighter memorial wall in uh, 2023 was due to occupational cancer. That's an enormous uh, rate. And so based on that, throughout the month of January, Chief Alba's office put out uh, awareness campaigns throughout the month, sending out emails, delivering uh, recommended approaches to fire incidents that produce toxic smoke. He also delivered information regarding dividing the fire station into three hazard zones, the hot zone, warm zone, and cold zone. Developed or delivered uh, best practices. These are just but a few ANSA modifiable risk factors. He also delivered uh, PFAS in water in uh, bottled water data to the field. Uh, we believe that no matter the, the amount that the cumulative 
of PFAS, whether it's coming from our uniforms to our PPE to what we're ingesting, whether it be water or food, uh, was sent to the field as an awareness to help uh, educate our folks and keep them healthy and safe through a long retirement. Also, the Behavioral Health Unit, BHU, under Captain Heather Buren. Throughout the month of January, there are 151 hours, 40 contacts. Of course, the high being in suppression because of the numbers in suppression, but still high on our EMS side. And then you see the numbers for our civilian and administrative staff. Uh, contacts by stress factor have not changed uh, since I have been in this position. It is a critical incident response is one of our highest. Hours by work group would uh, reflect uh, what, we see, what we saw in previous graphs. This is just total hours by activity. There is a ton of administrative work in the BHU. The amount of meetings that they are holding with members, uh, whether it is on duty or off duty, uh, also speaking with retired members, takes up a lot of their time. Uh, but it is good time and time well spent uh, to assist our members to uh, better health. Uh, beyond this, Captain Buren is, is involved in, in many, many things uh, from policy development. She's developed a draft policy and lactation uh, policy development for uh, the fire department. Uh, she is developing, actually has a draft uh, chaplaincy program policy that will be reviewed after a second revision. She works collaboratively with many of our city partners, specifically at the chief's residence. Uh, Captain Bureau would like to create a safe space in that backyard and create a space where people can come and be able to uh, relax and share their stories and have conversations with the behavioral health unit. And so uh, Captain Buren is uh, partnering with one of our high school uh, programs to develop plans to develop the backyard as a safe space. Under our Office of Employee Health with Dr. Brokaw, Nurse Practitioner Stephanie Phelps, 75 return to work uh, and modified duties happened throughout the month of January. Uh, the uh, final exams for the 133rd were complete. 15 promotion and probationary exams were completed. Uh, total number of 3807s were uh, 59, and I think we've discussed this before, but 3807s are a reporting mechanism for an injury while at work that is going to be self-treated um, and reported, and in the event that the uh, individual would need to be seen by a doctor, would like to be seen by a doctor, then we would fill out a 5020 report. Uh, total number of 5020s in the month of January were 43. The top three 5020 events were COVID, back and shoulder injuries. That data will also be uh, included into our workers' comp meetings so that we can continue to track and gather the data on the injuries that we are seeing throughout the department so we can create mitigations, uh, whether that be equipment training or physical fitness to ensure that our folks continue to uh, have a healthy uh, career. Our investigative services under Captain Todd Weddle uh, Captain Weddle had 22 members participate in a promotional and end of probation alcohol drug testing. He also uh, per, uh, attended training 
um, interagency resource ordering capability class, and also perform background investigations for the 25th H3 level ones, and performed intake for the 134th, or will be taking uh, input for the 134th. Beyond that, uh, Captain Weddle designed a designated collector training with the intent to train our uh, newer BCs and our captains who are going out as battalion chiefs in the event that we're in a weekend and that test would need to be performed by those individuals. Uh, he built that from scratch with the, with the purpose of providing mandatory training for the chiefs. Uh, the part of that training is delivered on two hours online course, uh, policy review, and then training directly in person from Captain Weddle uh, on the policies and the general testing procedures and how to work the equipment uh, properly and efficiently. Uh, beyond that, three of our breathalyzers were calibrated and sent back, and we have ordered 400 more test kits in the month of January. Under support services, Assistant Deputy Chief Mike Mullen, very busy as always. There is no way that I can depict it in these um, briefings, but it is in your full report. Uh, under facility maintenance and planning, a total of 148 requests for service were initiated in the month of January, and 170 service orders were closed. Uh, 25 service calls for plumbing were placed. All were addressed by our SFFD plumber. Uh, fire station 6, 12, 13, 22, 28, and 36, happy to report, have been resolved. In our generators, we continue scheduling, performing annual maintenance uh, with uh, service and load test. Uh, fire stations 8, 17, 25, and 31 have been completed. Among uh, this very small list, uh, Chief Mullen continues uh, to work on so many other aspects from procurement of equipment and supplies, uh, our fleet, ensuring our fleet is maintained uh, the best that he can. Uh, we have some challenges that uh, Chief Mullen is looking over the data on the status of our fleet and our ability to keep that fleet uh, healthy and well. Uh, the cost of the fleet continues to rise. We are uh, uh, just over $2 million for a truck. Uh, speaking in Chief Mullen, uh, just the day before yesterday, I think we're at $1.1 million for an engine with a delivery time of over 600 days. Uh, it is a concern for us. Uh, it is a vulnerability that we are uh, trying to address. Chief Nicholson is working, uh, as she has spoken earlier, hard to um, address these issues so that we can continue uh, to provide the service that we provide to the city, and we will. Uh, some of the other challenges, obviously, is our infrastructure, uh, our ability to um, have our firehouses maintained, take care of that deferred maintenance, look at seismic uh, vulnerabilities of those stations and how we can mitigate those issues. Those are large issues. Those are conversations that are being had in this fire department. I just want you to know that it's on the forefront of our minds and that uh, Chief Nicholson and the rest of the, the staff are, are uh, looking for strategic ways to, to address those issues. Uh, happy to announce that Station 35 received the Bronze Award from Firehouse Magazine Station Design Award.
under earthquake safety and emergency response with Assistant Deputy Chief uh, Gareth Miller. Again, so much work uh, from Chief Miller, but we will highlight a few today. Uh, the new SFD uh, DOT construction uh, conducted at attended design meetings. Chief Miller received the concept geotechnical engineering plans uh, based on the location site. It's uh, adjacency to the bay, uh, the different types of mud, the geotechnical looks at that soil and how uh, we can improve that soil and develop uh, strategies to uh, strengthen that soil with pilings and different things that I shouldn't be speaking on, but uh, and, and how we can uh, strengthen that soil and then develop strategies to support the buildings that are going to be on that soil. We also received the 90% 90 90 concept design, uh, and we've entered cost estimation reconciliation. We have uh, two cost estimations that uh, Chief uh, Miller is looking over, and we'll be working with the team to uh, reconcile those uh, two cost estimates so that it is within our budget and we can move forward. Uh, capital planning approved funding for fire station training tower. Uh, the fire escape railing that you've all seen at the training tower at DOT and 19th, the fire escapes will be raised, uh, I believe it's two to three inches, four inches, I was close, four inches uh, just to create a better safety factor there when our folks are working off of that uh, fire escape. Uh, fire station 23 generator replacement was approved. Fire station 1731 exterior envelope water intrusion was approved and Fire Station 19 when the replacements were approved. Uh, the fiscal year 24 roofing program funding of 500,000. Uh, Chief Miller continues to uh, work to, uh, to ensure that we're getting the best that we can out of that money and to um, uh, utilize it to the best of our ability so that we can make uh, progress on our uh, projects. Highlights this month, Chief Nicholson and EMS staff welcome the H3 Level 2 Paramedic Academy class number 11. And I believe, Chief, you, I think you spoke about this, I apologize, but you saw this. This was a three-week uh, digital storytelling uh, academy uh, where our folks went through three weeks learning about storytelling, how to utilize the equipment, how to edit, uh, how to take photography, uh, build storyboards uh, so that we can use our multimedia section to better tell our story, uh, not just within the fire department, uh, but to the public. And with that, happy Lunar New Year, and I'll take any questions you may have. Thanks for your report, Chief Kailoa. Appreciate it. Uh, Madam Secretary, is there any uh, public comment? Uh, there is nobody approaching the podium and nobody on the public comment line. Okay, commissioners, uh, any comments or questions for Chief Kylo? Yeah. Thank you, Chief Kylo, and yes, Happy Lunar New Year. It's a great parade and a great night. Um, it and your report, I really appreciate everything and all the details that you provided <clears throat> for us. I just have a question about, I was really impressed with the, the summary of candidates and the number, um, but I, there's a little discrepancy in the numbers. 
on your slide, it says 491 candidates were interviewed, and then our our agenda it says 401. That's almost oh. done. So we, whatever it is, let's just get them lined up because yeah, we agenda, don't want you to miss out on credit for no, it's 491. 90, another 90 interviews. That's my typing fingers. It's 401 or four. It 401. Is 401. Okay. Um, thank you. I was just curious about that. That's that's a lot of interviews. Either one of those figures, um, and then around the health issues, um, you said that occupational cancer is the leading cause of firefighter death. Is that wow? That's that's staggering, actually. And that's these are people that have been followed post retirement into the rest of their lives, and that is just consistent throughout. Yep, that's just data, national data. So when people are still here, are I'm sure there's some still working. Um, there's some screening and testing that goes on in an ongoing way for. For our firefighters, the last screening we did was with Gallery. I believe that was last year or the year before. Also, that's members. The blood are, test. That's okay. correct. Okay, thank you. And then the last uh, question I have is: You were talking about the test kits. I think that was around uh, substances, maybe drugs and alcohol. Are those test kits? Uh, you said you ordered an additional 400 test kits, and is that for drugs and alcohol? Yes. And is it a pee test or is um, it a blood test? It is. Sorry to be so granular. Right. I am so, a nurse. so we have both. Oh, we have both. Yes, okay. we have a pee test and we have a saliva test. Oh, saliva test. Okay. That's correct. The, to clarify, the pee test is done on hiring, new hiring. Saliva tests are done for promotionals. I see. And random drug testing. Random, yeah, in the random program. Okay. That was great. Really appreciate your report. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, uh, President Morgan. Thank you very much, Chief, for your comprehensive and thorough report. <clears throat> the only thing I wanted to kind of hear, uh, and if there's a comment that can be brought up in terms of an update, is uh, I did notice uh, the award for Station 35. But I also wanted to ask a question, Chief Mullins, in terms of how did 35 survive that last storm in terms of the waves and all of that, high tide and stuff. I'm just curious because it looked like uh, the weather was, uh, and this weekend supposed to be as well. So perhaps through the chief I could ask sure. a comment, Chief Mullins, in terms of that. Yes, sir. A beautiful architectural design, but I just want to know what it feels like when the, the waves are hitting it. Yes, President Morgan, Vice President Frazier, Commissioner Kajo, Chief. Uh, I'm Mike Mullins, Assistant Deputy Chief of Sports Services. Yeah, there were no issues with this latest storm. Uh, there were some mitigation efforts it, between last year's March storm and this, and um, we did have heavy winds, but uh, saw none of the repeat. So. I think that, that's a good sign. Wow, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very appreciative of that. Chief Nicholson, were you going to add something? Yeah, as Chief Mullen said, there were issues with last year's storm. Right. Um, where there was some leaking, I believe, and uh, some other significant issues, but it was still under warranty, is that right? And so, yes. it, was, so it was fixed under warranty. 
Yeah. So good that the fix held for this storm. Yeah, thank you for that reassurance because, again, visually to me, it's on water, you know? Yes. But um, I always think about how the members and everybody survives on that. Well, thank you for that update. Thank you, Chief. That's all I have, Mr. President. Uh, thank you, Commissioner Nakajo. That was a great question. <laughs> I never thought about that. I thought that thing was going up and down on those ballards that, it, that sta uh, stabilizes it. Or what are those things called? Those big piers that things floating on? That's a remarkable design. Yeah. Is, um, did you have any more questions, Commissioner Frazier? Okay. Well, I just want to thank you for your report, uh, Chief Kailoa. And uh, I just want to. First and foremost, I just want to thank you guys uh, for the Lunar uh, New Year Parade. And it was an honor to march with you guys and uh, Year of the Dragon and eat at, uh, you know, at the restaurant afterward. Um, felt like I was part of the family. I appreciate you guys. Yeah, that was a good time. So, and um, can't wait till the next time. <laughs> When's the next Year of the Dragon? Educate me. <laughs> Twelve years? Oh well. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, of course, yeah. 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 What the heck? You know. Well, thank you for that. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. It was good to see you all there. Uh -huh. We love the support. Thank you appreciate for your report, you. Chief Kylo. And we appreciate the uh, Asian Firefighter Association as well. Yes. Who uh, yeah. sponsored that dinner for us? Yeah. Moving on. Mm -hmm. Item five, appointment of department physician, discussion and possible action to appoint Dr. Stephen E. Chang as the department physician. Okay. So would there be any public comment on that or are we just gonna? There's nobody approaching the podium All right, and so there commissioners. is nobody on the public comment line. You guys have any questions or comments about the new uh, doctor, possible potential doctor, Chang? Go ahead, Commissioner Thank Frazier. Thank you, President. Um, I was part of the interview panel for the physician position. Just one thing I want to point out on our agenda, it says Stephen E. Chang, M.O. He's a D.O. Mm. Uh, it's a doctor of osteopathy. And he's also, but he's completely qualified. It's just a different medical degree. Um, <clears throat> but we did interview three candidates, and Dr. Chang was our choice to go forward. A wonderful, enthusiastic, extremely bright San Franciscan, and uh, really seems like he has a lot of commitment and interest in the job itself and some ideas. Um, so I think we, we did our work on the interviews and felt like we had a candidate that we can move forward, even though in spite of Jennifer leaving a pretty wide wake in her departure. So yes, I would say that. Anybody have any questions? The chief was there. Some others were there for the interviews. Chief Nicasio, did you have any comments? Uh, no, thank you very much, President Morgan. Thank you very much. Thank you for the promotion as well. Um, Vice your President, other title. Thank yeah. you. Vice President uh, Frazier, thank you very much for your participation within this. Um, did, you, did you move on this item? Because I'll be more than happy to move or second. 
there is no nobody has moved yet. Okay, then I'd like to move yeah. on this item, Mr. President. So there is a motion to appoint uh, Dr. Chain. Uh, is there a second? Second. And I vote yay. The motion is unanimous. Okay. Okay, item six, public comment on item seven. Public comment on all matters pertaining to item, item seven below, including public comment on whether to hold item 7B in closed session. Good. There is nobody approaching the podium, and there is nobody on our public comment line. Okay, commissioners, uh, is there, uh, is there uh, any questions or uh, a motion uh, to uh, go to closed session on this item? Yes. Yeah. I move to go to closed session. Okay. Mr. Nicasio? I'd like to second Okay, I vote yay. Motion is unanimous. We will now go into closed session at 6.05. Yes, Commissioner.
SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. SFGovTV, San Francisco Government Television. I'm sorry. Okay, we're back thanks here. for coming, though. We appreciate it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot to. Yeah, you too. Good. Thanks, Carlos. I forgot to thank uh, Jennifer okay, Brokaw for her service. We are back in open session. The time is 6.11. Okay. Request on any action taken in closed session as specified in California Government Code Section 54957.1A5 and San Francisco Administrative Code Section 67.12B4, the commission reports that they adopted the findings of fact unanimously. 
Item two, vote to elect whether to disclose any or all discussions held in closed session as specified in San Francisco Administrative Code, section 67.12A. Is there a motion? Yeah, go ahead. President, I'd like to move that we do not disclose. Yeah, I second that. The motion is unanimous. Item eight, adjournment. We okay. are adjourning at seven at six twelve p.m. President Morgan, and I'd like to adjourn this meeting. Yeah.